deceive God. He didn't impress God. He didn't address God. He didn't fall prostrate before God. It just says, Abraham believed God. And it was imputed unto him, or it was given unto him, it was attached unto him, significant to him, for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Holy Spirit, I ask you this morning to deliver from my heart up to my lips what you've laid on my spirit. God, I, I have to confess these folks already being aware of this. I don't have what it takes this morning to do what you've asked me to. I don't have what it takes for uh, to do this on my own. I can't solo here, Lord. I can't fly this thing this morning. I must have your help. I'm not even a good co-pilot. I'm just, I'm just barely in for the ride. And I ask you to speak through the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name I pray and ask it. Amen. You can be seated. And amen. How many of us want to have God for our friend? What? I want it to be said God was Larry Brown's friend. Every time I go to prayer, I seek the friendship of God. Every time I come to church, I seek the friendship of God. There's not a person anywhere close to his right mind that would not stand up this morning and say, I want, I want God as my friend. I want God on my side, and if I'm going to have friendship with anybody, I want to have friendship with God. I want God to be my friend, to help me, and to intermediate into my life, and to intercede on my behalf and be actively involved in my actions and my everyday life. Then the text comes, and then the subject comes, what about God? I was praying this week, and I was up, as I usually do on Sunday morning, got up early, and I was trying my best to, to work through, and I was trying my best to sort of alternate and, and 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 sharpen up a little old outline. I thought I'd I'd preach today and I got to praying and I just somehow forgot about the preaching. I got I got to talking to God about how I needed him. And that's a that's the way that's the way we are. That's the way I am. I mean I, I oh God I need you and then I heard him say, I need you too. I said, I need a friend to help me today. Y'all think I think I'm good at this, but if you only knew. I still have to dry my palms on my suit because I get nervous. Am I giving them what they need? Are they getting what God would give them? If God was here, that's what he expects. This ain't no play sandbox. This ain't no roll the dice and do what you can. This could be the last time you ever hear a preacher preach. We could go to heaven before dark 
And would he say, Come here. You told him just like I told you to. Man, I was begging him and I was pleading with him like I do because I don't have a whole lot of confidence in my ability. I don't think I can do this. And I know I can't without divine, heavenly interruption. And I was begging him and I was pleading with him for help. <laughs> and he said, I need you. He said, you're asking for my friendship. I said, yes, sir. Because when I go to church this morning, I look like a fool without it. He said, I'll be glad to help you again. I have a long time. He said, but what about me? Why don't you be a friend to God? Well, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed, dispersed to him, attached to him. It was imputed unto him for righteousness. Just believing God gave right living to Abraham. And through that right living and believing, he became a friend of God. I got to thinking about that when I was praying. And I said, Lord, what kind of friend would you want me to be if, I, if it was said of me he was a friend of God? Write a couple of things down. Number one, here's what he told me. You'd be a friend to me when I can confide in you. When I can confide in you. I said, Lord, what do you mean? He took me to two verses. Psalm 25, 14 says, The secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him, and He will show them His covenant. If there is a secret that God has to tell you people, and he wants to tell it through a person, wouldn't he tell it through his friend? It says in, in Matthew ten twenty seven, What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. <laughs> I promise you this, if you're going to tell something in the light, and you're going to get it from a friend in the darkness, you can't tell what you hadn't been told. And he's not going to tell you unless you go into the darkness with him, and what you hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetop. Ladies and gentlemen, it is, it is vitally important that you have God as your friend, but it is as important that God have a few friends in victory. Are you listening? Can He confide in you? When you go to His Word, if you do, when you go there, can he tell you something and you do it? That's what friends do. <laughs> oh, I had to repent three or four times this morning when I was reading some of these verses that I'll not try to give you because he gave them to me to keep. <laughs> and they wouldn't fit you. They were just for me. He said, I... He asked me this. He said, he said you call Brother Maccabee and talk to him and... You call this one and talk to him, and you'll sit down and talk to Steve. Who do I talk to? Who can I trust to confide in? Don't 
friends confide in each other and tell each other their heart's hidden secret? He said, you want to know what I'm thinking? And I tell you, I said, yes, sir. He said, I'd like to sit down every once in a while and tell people what I'm thinking so I would think I have a friend to confide in. Did you hear, did you hear about the, the three Baptist preachers that were fishing? One, they was all out there trying to fish and couldn't catch nothing. One of them just whipped out a cigar and lit it up. He said, boys, I'm just sorry as I can be. He said, I'm out here fishing with y'all. Ain't nobody from my church here. He said, I just think I'll go ahead and smoke me a stogie. Well, that just initiated the next one. He pulled out a little flask in his pocket and, and hid a little toddy on in, in, in his pocket. And he, he said, boys, I'll tell you what, I believe the fish would start biting if I could have a little drink. He put it back in his pocket. No one just sitting over there looking at him. And he said, come on, man, don't act so holy. <laughs> We've got, uh, we done shared our faults with you. What is yours? He said, I, I talk a lot and I can't wait to get back to town. Don't you want to kill him with the boat paddle? Preacher can't even confide in another preacher. <laughs> Don't have anybody to confide in. Oh, how won't God's friendship? And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how serious you take this. I don't know how serious you think this is, but we need him. And it's not just a cliche. We really need him. We're living in a day when you can't live as a Christian or a professing believer. You can't live halfway and make it. This is a day you've got to throw in with God totally. Or you're, not, you're going to find yourself depleted of strength. Let me ask you something. Do you have a friend you can confide in? Some of you do. I have some people I can talk to, and it won't go no further. What about God? Who does He share His secret thoughts with? Only His friends. What about you and I? Are we a friend of God? Or do we just leave it like this from Sunday to Sunday? And never try to give him the friendship that he deserves. Not only did he tell me that that he was looking for a friend that he could confide in, but also he says, I'm looking for a friend that I can, you're my friend when I can count on you. Not only when I can confide in you, but I can count on you. Proverbs 18 and 24 says, A man that findeth friends must show himself friendly. Now, some of you folks want everybody to like you, and you do nothing to get them to. And, and, and we say the church is so big, there's no way in the world I'll ever come back here. This church gets smaller as you get involved in it. And you'll learn a lot of people here if you'll just try to. But the bulk of this verse for my rendering is this. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I'm glad, and I want to know how many of you are glad that you can count on Jesus. Hey, hey, I'm glad I can. 
I did not enter into this project out here with you only. I did enter into it with you and you with me. And we have each other and we'll make it. But really, the person who is at the forefront, who is screaming, charge, is the Lord Jesus, our friend that sticketh closer than a brother. But who sticks close to him? There's nobody above the chain of command that is above God. Somebody is above you and I, and we trust Him. His name is Christ, and we look to Him, and we claim Him as our friend. Who does He look to? The claim is His, who He can count on, who He, he, he can put His trust in, He can put His faith in. May I say something to you? There's nothing like a friend that you can count on in the trenches. And there's nothing like being let down when the battle's raging and everybody turns on you in the middle of it. When I was in high school, I rode the school bus to school. Always got there because the mornings you're subdued and you're not really full of vim and vitality. But coming home, what is it about 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a school bus that makes you get put off every, every time you get home? I walked more than I rode. And it wasn't because I was looking for exercise. It was the bus driver exercised her right of discipline and threw me off. I never will forget one day. <laughs> there was a particular family that lived in Martinez back then that was notoriously notoriously known for being mean as the devil. They was four boys, and they rode that bus. And uh, they got off about a quarter of a mile from my house, and then I went down to the house, and they let me off. Well, this particular day, we was all feeling our oats and up clowning around. I, I and my little group was up front involved in something else, and this crowd was in the back. And they got thrown off the bus early. She just stopped and put them all off. <laughs> well, when it came time for me to get off, I got off at my stop, my little way down yonder, and I could see them walking. And I had another couple of old boys with me there and that lived there on the, on the block with us. And I said, uh, let's, let's make fun of them and throw rocks. Let's go back there. And, and, and so we just started picking up rocks and throwing them. And, and saying things to those people that God should have killed me. He should have. He should have. How many of you identify with your preacher right here? <laughs> I figured that. And, and I mean, I was thinking, come on, you sorry, love Come on. I'm picking up rocks and running toward them and throwing And here they come. Well, I've got two buddies with me, and they're throwing rocks too. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm just about to hit them now. They're getting closer and closer. They're throwing and cussing. I'm throwing and cussing. I said, you come on down here. And I, and I looked around, and both of them jokers, all I could see was hind end. That's Greek for the rear was up. <laughs> and I turned around and looked, and that mean militia was on me. And all I could see was them boys trucking. I hauled off and kicked the jets in. All of a sudden, I lost my ability to cuss. 
all of a sudden I was a dropping rock, and the bottoms of my shoes were saying, put them up and lay them down, put them, get home. Now, thank God our screen door didn't have no screen in it. Bless God, if you'd lived at my house long as a door, you just th- you didn't have no screen. The inside door was on the hinges barely, but screen doors? Oh, no, flies knew where it was easy. It's because we run through them. And I went through it that day, got up, slammed the door, and locked it. About the time I locked it, all four of them boys and a couple others had picked up, hit it, and they was cussing me for everything. They said, you come out here, I'll beat your... I mean, they was going to whip things that God didn't even manufacture on me. And I looked under the kitchen table, and there was them two sorry, good-for-nothing friends of mine. You... You can't put your confidence in nobody. I was thinking about that this morning, laughing about it. And the Lord says, how many times have you left me to rock the devil for you? And you turned tail and run, and I found you under the table when I thought we was together. Why would you leave me so quickly? Because of fear. Why would you why would you desert me? Oh, I want God to be my friend, don't you? I do. I need the friendship of God. And I'm glad to know that I have him this morning. He sticks closer than a brother. But I want to ask the question. Is he the are you the kind of Christian? Am I, I the kind of preacher? That he can confide in. Can God share things with me to preach and know I'll preach it? Are you the kind of Christian that God would share something with you and you'd live it? If you can, he can confide in you. Can he count on me? You know, some of us have a problem with a dime out of every dollar. Can God count on you in this project? Can God? Oh, I want to thank God. I think he can. I really do. I think God can count on us. But I want him, I want to be able to know. And I want Him to know. And I want you to tell Him. And I want you to get on your face here in just a moment and confess to Him. You can confide in me. And, Lord, if you'll be my help, you can count on me to be a friend to you. That means praying. That means hunting Him. I called... Brother McAbee last night, my, my Saturday to call. <laughs> we alternate every Saturday night. I called him. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm hunting God. <laughs> I said, if you find him, give him my number. <laughs> he said, I'm hunting God. <laughs> I'm sure glad to know that God's not hard to find. But it is hard to find people God can count on. In a day when people are jumping ship, when a, when a day people are in an abandonment, I wonder if he can count on you and me. If you're here this morning without him, can he count on you to repent? Can he count on you to get over those excuses and come to Christ and be saved? Can God count on you this morning as a lost person not to snub your nose one more time at the gospel message, but come and say yes to the blood of Jesus? Can he... Can he count on you as a Christian? 
Can he count on you not just to be Sunday morning? Can he count on you to lay your excuses down? And can you can he count on you to love him after 3 p.m.? Like you did at 11 a.m.? Oh, listen to me. I don't serve him because I have to anymore. And I'm not serving him for just what I get out of it. I want to serve him because he counts on you. He counts on you. And he counts on us. Number three and lastly, he said, you can be my friend when, you can, when I can be close to you and you be close to me. Friendship without closeness is acquaintance. I say it again. Friendship without closeness is just an acquaintance. What makes you a friend is your closeness to somebody. I'll call Steve and ask him the question that's always the same. I ask him, are you hungry? He says, he can, Carol, if I tell a lie, you stand up and tell me I lie. He can be dieting and I can get him to eat. Is that right? He's on a diet. He swore to God. I mean, he's laid his hand on his, on, his, on his own thigh and swore before the Lord God Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that he ain't going to eat a mouthful. I can call him and he'll be eating in ten minutes. Am I right? I can get him to do that. Why? Because we're friends. Aren't we? You love me. You tell them you love me. Amen. See, when you pay them, they love you. But we sit down and we talk, and he cares about this place. I can share with him. He, he shares back out of his commitment to what goes on here. He's given his life to the place. And thank God for people who, get, who want to get close enough to God, for God to get close enough to them for it to be said they're friends with him. Tell you the story and quit. There was an evangelist buddy of mine told me this, and he said there was a an old man and his daughter living in the city of North North Carolina. He said he was with the preacher preaching in the meeting, and the daughter invited him over for 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 a meal. They went because the preacher wanted the evangelist to meet her daddy. Her daddy lived with her, and she didn't have anybody else in her family except her father there with her, and they went over to eat. They started into the dining room, and the lady had a chair over here, and she was pulling it out, and, and the evangelist slipped around and started to sit down into a, in his chair, and the old man said, Whoa, son, well, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to embarrass you, but that's, uh, that's the Lord's thing. The fellow said, far be it for me. He said, I'll take anyone you tell me. So he set him down, and they left that seat empty. And the old man didn't ask nobody else to pray. He prayed. That evangelist said that when he talked, he said, I had to lift my eyes up to see if God had set me. It was several months past. And that evangel that pastor called that evangelist and 
they were talking. He said, you remember the old man that we went over there with? He said, yes. He said, I remember him well. He said, I've thought about that gentleman several times. He said, well, he died. He said, I had his funeral just back away. He said, uh, one thing I wanted to tell you, he said, you remember when you almost sat in that chair where he said, God said, he said, yes, sir. He said, when they found the old man, he was laying in bed, rolled over on his side, dead, with that chair pulled up by the bed, and his hand had a death grip on the arm. He said, when he died, he died with his hand in the hand of God. How much of a friendship, not that you have with God, how much of a friendship can God feel from you? Because if you and I aren't friends with Him, all He has is enemies. Come to Him. Trust Him today. As a Christian, I want you to commit yourself today. This week, to it at least once a day, sometime during the day, spend some time. If it's no more than on the way to work or on the way home, telling God that you want to be the kind He can confide in, the kind He can trust, the kind He can share with. No holes barred, no sin yet to be fixed, no sin clouding the issues. Here I am, Lord. I'll be yours. Holy Spirit, touch us. Holy Spirit, move on us. And help us during this invitation to bring honor and glory unto you. We'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Everyone stand with us, please. While Steve plays the piano, nobody needs to be singing. We need to be talking. We need to be slipping out of our seat, coming kneeling in these altars and from the Bible school. We need to be coming from the deacon board. We need to be coming from the Sunday school teachers' assembly. We need to be coming as mamas and as daddies. God is my friend. But I'm coming and asking God as a teenager, as a teenager, as a single in this church, I want to let God know I'm His friend also. Come on. Come on, in Jesus. <laughs> Lord, I'll be your friend. That's it. Come on, others are still coming. From the back, from the center, from the right, the left. You come. Praise God. He's been your friend, Anna. Be his. He's been your friend, sir. How about him? Can he count on you? Can he confide in you? Oh, how much he cares for you. You're here this morning and you never have trusted Christ as your Savior. You're here this morning and you never have believed God for your salvation. You know, you never have said, yes, Lord, I'm a sinner. This ought to be the day when you come and seek friendship with the Holy Ghost. I wonder if you'd slip out and let us pray with you and pray for you. Holy Spirit, 
Thank you for your children. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost working in the lives of the body of Christ. God, I tried to tell them what you told me. I tried to tell them, Lord, what you gave me. And I pray in Jesus' name right now you'll use it for your own glory and your own power and your own means and your own strength. In Jesus' name, help us this week to exercise friendship with our God as Christians. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want some Christians to stay on the altar and help me pray. I want some believers to stay on the altar and help me to pray for people who are lost and need Christ. Our heads are bowed, eyes are closed, the service is closing now. If you're going to act, if you're going to move, if you're going to respond, I hope you'll do it on purpose. Heads bowed, eyes closed, God's children praying. I wonder if there's one anywhere say, Brother Brown, if I know my own heart this morning, I know that I have a need for God to fill my life with salvation. I do not know for sure. If I died right now, I'd go to heaven. I'd like to. Would you pray for me? Would you throw your hands straight up and say, I do not know, but I'd like to. Can I pray for you, please? Is there one anywhere that would throw your hand up in the air and say by putting your hand up, I acknowledge my need for Jesus. And I want to know somebody prayed for me. Can I get a hand right here? Diane, would you slip over here and help this little girl, please? God bless you, sir. Thank you for your honesty. I appreciate it. Who else? Way up in the air. Way up, way up. Ma'am, I see that hand to my right. God bless you. I believe you want to be a friend to God. I believe you want God as your friend. It says you must first present yourself friendly. I wonder if I can also say you must present yourself in repentant faith. I see a teenager's hand. God bless you. Pray for me. I do not know for sure. If I died, I'd go to heaven. Where is that hand? Where is that one that would join these four or five that raised there? You're not alone. Others need him too. Who else? God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Who else? I need him, preacher. There's some things not right in my situation. And I want to be God's friend as much as I want him to be mine. But there's some sin involved. And I want it fixed. Who else? Raising that hand before the Lord. All right, Holy Spirit, we bow. We thank you for your goodness. We pray in Jesus' name right now for these that raise their hand that not one of them would be able to walk out of here lost. Not one of them would be able to once again trample on a sermon or the blood and go home again without Christ in their heart. Lord, please, in Jesus' name, I beg you, Lord, I plead with you. Please. 
saved to the uttermost. Every lost man, woman, boy, and girl in this building. Because they want to be your friend. I pray it for the glory of God. If you raise your hand, if I brought Jesus back to where you are, and he said, I want to save you, would you let him? Sure you would, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you let him save you if he said, I want to? If I brought Christ back to where you are, and he just wanted to talk to you, would you say what he wanted to hear in order to please him and to be saved? Sure you would. Can I tell you, can I help you talk to him? Let's just say I bring Jesus right to where you are, where you raised your hand. And let's just imagine he's standing in front of you. And he says, will you tell me you're sorry? And you say, oh God, I'm sorry. And he says, would you ask me to forgive you? And you say, oh God, forgive me. I'm so sorry for my sin. And he says, will you let me come into your life and change it? And you say, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. And he says, by faith I take you as my child. Would you let God do that for you? Would you ask him right now, Jesus, would you forgive me for my sin? Would you come into my heart? I'm so sorry that I've sinned against you. I haven't treated you like a friend. Come into my life and save me from Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed, nobody embarrassing anybody. I wonder who would let me know just, just so I can know whether or not to extend this invitation any further. I want to know, did anybody pray that prayer with me? Did anybody ask God to be your friend this morning? Did anybody pray and say, God, forgive me? I see a teenage hand right over here. God bless you. I see another one right back here. God bless you. You can put them down. Is there anybody else here this morning who said, I just asked God, preacher. I'm not ashamed to raise my hand. I just asked God. I see a hand. God bless you, son. I see a hand right here. God bless you, son. In the back. I see a hand over here. Who else? Way up in the air. You're not ashamed. I see that hand right there. God bless you. To my left. You can put it there. I'm asking him. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for doing a work. Thank you for enlisting friends this morning into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody give God an old-fashioned hand clap of prayer. Somebody praise Him. Now listen to me real close. Salvation is as simple as you confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believing with your heart that God raised Him from the dead. And I promise you that I can tell you something else that will change your life. 
It's when you decide to let it be known publicly, I am not ashamed of my friend. If Jesus walked down that middle aisle this morning, came up here and stood and put his arm around me and said, this boy's my friend, would any of y'all like to come forward and be my friend? You would trample Nobody would have to give an invitation. We'd have to probably stop you. All right, he's here. He's right here. And he's saying, who is my friend? It's that one that's not ashamed of you. Nobody would say, I want you to meet my friend. I'm ashamed of him. Don't tell nobody I know him. But this is my friend Jesus. You wouldn't do that. So what I'm saying is, every one of you that raised your hand, I want you to step out from where you are, and I want to give you a little book that we put together. It's free. I'll give it to you and let you go back to your seat. It says, Now That I Am Saved. It gives you steps you need to take to continue with Jesus. And I want to have a word of prayer with you and give you one of these right here, right now, while he sings. I want you to show him walking. Come on, son. Come on, in Jesus' name.
several have prayed with me this morning, four or five. In simplicity, they just cried out to God. Every one of them, as I prayed and said, I want to be your friend, God, they said it too. And I want to be the kind, don't you, that God can confide in. If God's going to tell somebody something secret, I want to be at least one of those. If he could have got to me, he would have told me. Confide in. Get close to and trust. Oh, God, make me that kind of person. These folks are still praying. And Baffour, this is Bill, or Eric, rather, Baffour, 17 years old. Trusting Jesus Christ as his Savior. Is anybody happy that a teenager trusted Christ? How many people are here this morning under the age of 20? Let me see your hands. Way up in there. Way up, way up, way up. Under 20. Well, praise God, that's a bunch of them. <laughs> Some of them might have been made to come. I applaud their mama and their daddy. Some of them, most of them wanted to be here. This is uh, Jason and Roseanne Heyer. I'm sorry? Is it Roxanne? Jason and Roxanne Heyer. Both of them are coming to join our church. They're from Jackson, South Carolina, right here. Wonderful. Welcome them. We're glad to have them. When you just say what God tells you to say, He'll say what He wants to say out there. And here we go. Jesus said, Upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise God. I'm glad to know He's building it, too. All right. This is Ray. Is it Martinez or Martinez? All right. Martinez. All right. He's coming this morning. 41 years old. Giving God his life, trusting Jesus, and let the Lord know he loves him and wants to be his friend. <laughs> Praise God, before it's over, we love to have church. All right, this is Michael. Help me here. All right, let me see if I can make this out. Michael. Michael Zadowski, is that close? Huh? Zahowski. Zilkowski. Wonderful. It, it took a Yankee to tell me that. Michael, where are you? Pray. Give, give the Lord a hand for Michael. Jackie Duval came right there and stood repenting and begged Jesus to save her right there. She's 14 years old. She went back to get baptized. Can somebody help me? Samantha Cooper, 35 years old, came this morning, said, I want Christ in my life. She's back getting baptized. Somebody praise God now.